Hello, and thank you for joining us on Building Greatness the Warrior Way, a Westcliff University Athletics podcast. As always, I'm joined by our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And I'm Sherm Dog, David Shermet, the head baseball coach at Westcliff University. Well, hey, Sean, here we are again, and uh, always looking forward to doing podcasts with you. We're on a roll. Um, and uh, today is no exception. We've got a couple of really interesting topics. Now, I bring this up, this topic in particular, and this is a long lead up. Um, and you had mentioned something in passing not long ago, uh, and it is um, a saying that is apropos for not just sports, but just about every industry. We were having a, a conversation not that uh, had to do with podcasts, but you had said, hey, follow the money. I don't know if you remember mentioning that to me a little while ago, a few weeks ago. And Absolutely. Right. Okay. Now it got me thinking about the money of sports. Now we have talked about this before, and there's one specific instance that kind of has me fired up. We actually, you and I disagree on one or two points where this is concerned. I don't know that to be true. We're going to get to it. Trust me. We're going to get to it because we have, I, I'm pretty sure we got varying opinions. Now, let me go ahead and set this up. And there's going to be a bit of a trivia question in there for you as well. Um, now, there's a bit of a discrepancy as to the first athlete to earn a million dollars in a year. And that actually uh, is a little, little bit of an argument between Dave Parker and Nolan Ryan. Nolan Ryan actually, for just straight salary for a year, 1979 was the first to uh, sign that contract. Four years, $4.5 million. Okay. Um, do you know who the first athlete was to sign a $100 million contract? It is definitely somebody of whom you have heard. It's somebody in North America. It's, uh, I'll even give you a hint. It's in your wheelhouse. Uh, I think Allen Houston, right? No. Oh, uh, who is it? No, no, you don't get off that easily. Give me another <laughs> guess. Uh, what can you break down the sport? At least give me. Well, when I say it's in your wheelhouse, yeah, it, it's. You a, always say. I know, but it's professional, it's professional basketball. It's professional basketball. Yeah. It goes back to around 1994 or so, believe it or not. 94, and you say it's not Allen Houston, right? Uh, no, the, no. The Knicks. Um, no, it's actually the this this player got drafted in the NBA in 94. And in a really uh, had a, a, a very good rookie season. Um, and uh, the Kevin second Garnett? no second year was even better. But due to an escape clause in his contract, he became a free agent after his second year. And he was offered an eighty nine million dollar deal. But another team outbid him for seven years and one hundred million dollars. <throat> I, I, I have no clue. All right. Well, in baseball in 1998, that was Kevin Brown, the first nine-figure contract. In basketball, the first nine-figure contract was Jawan Howard. You know what? I, I, I would have not known that that was Jawan Howard. Yeah. That's the thing. People assume it's Kevin Garnett. Maybe it's Shaquille O'Neal. Maybe it's a I lot of I thought it was boys. Allen Houston. I, I don't know why I thought Allen Houston got a big deal from the Knicks at yeah. the time yeah. with MSG well, going so big. Yeah. Now this interesting because this was from Miami, right? Mm. He was with Washington and back then they were the bullets. They didn't become the wizards until a bit later. Um, they offered him an $89 million deal. Uh, and they, 
uh, were outbid by Miami. Now, the interesting thing about that, Miami messed it up, as a matter of fact, um, <clears throat> which led to a, a nasty legal battle and the Heat eventually lost. They miscalculated the money that they had available. So then they upped it. So instead of seven years and 100, they had to sign him to seven years and $105 million. So that was the first $100 million contract. Now, again, there's a long lead up to this, and we're going to get to it because I'm totally fired up about, about all of this. Right you know now, what, though, Sherm? Sherm can I just, uh, yeah. just interject a little bit? Um, that deal changed Jawan Howard's life because he went on to have not only a um, – a, a good career, a solid career, but his relationship with Miami is unprecedented. You yeah. know, he, they love him. I mean, yeah. so much. So he stayed on the staff for forever mm -hmm. before he took the deal in Michigan. Yes. And he has become quite a coach. Hell yeah, he is. And the interesting thing is um, he's the only, I believe, uh, $900 million or a hundred million dollar guy of the fab five. None of the others got contracts like that. Oh, so he got the biggest C Webb didn't get a contract like that. Sure. I don't think so. I'm, I'm, I'm surprised. Not. I mean, he's another hall of famer. You yeah. know, I, I thought sack really took care of C Webb. I mean, well, first it was golden state and then he got traded to Sacramento, but um, yeah, I'm surprised, but any of the fab five, man, they changed the whole you know, the way we see college athletes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, that was, they did everything differently. They did the, the, the attire differently. They wore the long shorts, you know, yeah. they came in to different shorts with the black socks. Maybe with yeah, the yeah. yeah. They entered the gym uh, with music, you know, with, with uh, arguably a, a little bit of a change in music because music was changing at that time. You know, rap music was getting a, a great deal bigger. Uh, the whole culture of basketball and sports was changing. So, you know, the, the five of them, which, by the way, Juwan Howard, Chris Weber, Jalen Rose, Jimmy King, and Ray Jackson, um, he was the key piece in leading the Wolverines to two consecutive NCAA titles. Even after Weber left for the pros following his sophomore year, Howard and Rose still got Michigan to the Elite Eight in their junior season. So um, Yeah, it was, it was hard, you know, to recover from C-Web calling that phantom timeout. That timeout. Well, he traveled before that. He did. Yeah. So, Where did he go, though, Where did he go? Where did he go? <laughs> and then he called timeout, and he didn't have a time. I don't know. That was just – it was kind of devastating. I don't know that he really recovered from that, to be honest with you. And even now, he's still kind of they're, – they're still dealing with the fallout of, of – Well, I'm going to let you get back to your opening statement, but if we follow the money, that was the issue over there in Michigan, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. the C Web take a little bit of cash, right? That's that was, yeah, that was part of it, maybe, but they, I don't think anybody ever that, proved that. They haven't, but I mean, that was the reason why Michigan didn't put up any banners of the Fab Five. Yeah, right? they took everything. One down. of the most historic, you know, right. five freshmen have never started in college basketball before that and dominated, right? Yeah, yeah, and dominated. Follow the good. money. Follow, Follow the, the money. money. Okay. Now, we're following the money here, and here I'm getting to the topic of, of what I wanted to discuss, because you and I have a bit of a different point of view on something, but I want to get your... I don't, know, I don't know what you're talking about, Yeah, sir. I know, speaking, I know, I'm getting Speaking to from it. your chest, sir. I'm, getting, I'm getting to it. Here, now, here's the problem I have, okay? I've been following closely, as best I can, the Ben Simmons situation. Now, All right. 
I can we tell, I am, can we tell our can we tell our listeners who may not know who Ben Simmons is? Can we tell them who the Absolutely. Ben Simmons is an all-star. I, you know, he's really a, a number two, but they use him as a number one point guard, uh, shooting guard with uh, the Philadelphia 76ers. I believe he's Australian. Is that right? He is. And he's probably more of a one than a two. But okay. what the hell you know about basketball? <laughs> okay. He's See, also, he has no jump shot. That's been the whole problem. That, right? That's he been his shoot. problem. He doesn't shoot outside very well. He's 6'11". Right. And he can handle the ball. He can probably play stretch. He can play a four. He can play the one, two, three, and the four, and possibly the five because he's so defensively talented. He's one of the most gifted players we've seen in probably the last, you know, two decades. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's one of those anomalies, you know, a guy that's athletic at almost seven feet tall who can play everywhere. You know, Kevin Garnett's one of those guys. But they're, they're few and far between. Now, here's the problem I have. And I have to explain a little bit. He, you know, I, I'm, I'm of the era that you deserve what you accept, okay? And this is the problem I have with the money, following the money in professional sports. I already he, disagree with you because you wouldn't talk in that to Bobby Bonita when he signed his deal. You hate that deal. I hate that deal. I think it's, I think it's stupid, but Bonita was smart. His agent was smart. You know, they got him paid for, my goodness, till 2035. Every July 1st, he gets $1.1 million, a bit of an escalator clause. There's a little bit added to it every year um, until 2035 because his agent was brilliant and the Mets were idiots. But OK, that's something that's different than this situation. You know, he signed last year. Ben Simmons signed a $177 million five-year contract, and it's guaranteed. It's all guaranteed. That's Chuck change in the NBA. Uh, you know what? He made he made thirty just over thirty million last year. He scheduled it's chump change in the NBA, baby. It's okay. chump change in the NBA. Yeah, there are there are bigger contracts, obviously. Absolutely, and he's a bigger talent than some of those dudes with the bigger contracts. Uh, okay, like whom? Well, you tell me somebody. I think Mike Conley might have got bigger a bigger deal than Ben Simmons in his young career already. Mm, I mean, I think, we he just got need... I think he got 150 million five year, kindly. So I think. But, but to but to your point though, to your point, what what are you upset about his cash? Because you count his money. What you upset about his money? Well, you know, and I have to differentiate this because he's only in the second year of this contract. Right. And, yeah, and so there's a fractured relationship there. But you know something, when I. When I was playing ball, it was a long time ago. I remember meeting a major leaguer named Kevin Ward. Now, Kevin Ward played outfield for the Padres, and he told me something that I never forgot. He also went to University of Arizona, so we have a kid. Oh, so we already know this is garbage advice, but whatever. Yeah, yeah. unfortunately, Kevin's no longer with us. He uh, A couple of years ago, he, he passed. But he did tell me one thing. He said, you know, when I was a rookie coming up, he said, Sherm, he said, keep your mouth shut and collect your check. And that was some of the best advice he could give me. Now, once you've already made $30 million last year and the year, you know, he signed his rookie deal, which was um, four years, his extension, his entry level from 16 to 19, four years and 26 million. And 12 of that was guaranteed. So, you know, you get to a point where you've already made a lot of money and you're not quite a generational, but 177 million is generational. Why can't he show up to work and do his job? 
He's unhappy. Nobody else because in Because probably in, his agent other... is advising him not to, sure. Because okay, he wants no. to get out. I mean, he just seen, he just witnessed James Harden do the same thing in Houston and go to Brooklyn that looks like the Holy Grail in, in, in heaven of basketball. So he just seen that. So it's, you know, it's a copycat league in all sports. So I'm sure his agent, who's Rich Paul, Clutch Sports, mm-hmm. looked at Harden go in, out of shape, caused some controversy, pushed some leverage, and got out of the $200 million, you know, deal that he had that nobody thought that could ever happen, right? And find himself with Brooklyn in a better situation. And Philadelphia don't love Ben Simmons anymore. So he's in a hostile work environment. And Philly's already tough to play in anyway they boo santa claus why doesn't for why god's sake why doesn't philly like him anymore well philly doesn't like him i mean i'm not a you know from philadelphia you know from maryland but i can assume you know with the hard hat mentality they may feel like he's not a great fit and now we're seeing leaking information about hey some of the reason why players have left because ben was getting his way of course when they're done with you in all sports, things start to leak out that normally didn't. So I'm just saying, Sherm, he just seen this work. His agent just seen this work in Houston. So, of course, they're trying to push the envelope. Uh, I don't think Ben Simmons ever cheated the game. You, you, you know, So I don't think he came in with the intentions of not going to work. The intentions is I need to be in a better situation for what I do, what he brings to the table. He's a generational player. Absolutely. You have to be a bad man to be able to score the numbers that he does without a jump shot, without a consistent (laughs) jump shot. Right. I mean, he gets everywhere where he wants to on a defensive end. I get it. Sherm. You don't like his strategy. You don't like the eight. And I, and, and, and 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 Ward gave you great advice, especially if you're in the middle of the road player or a scrub, shut up and get paid. Mm. But when you're a talent like Ben Simmons with a little bit of cachet, although you did poo-poo in the playoffs and you was non-existent yeah, and you sure. played scared and you look like a punk out there, mm-hmm. trust me, okay, he's in the top 1%. And even in that top 1%, he's still a dog. It ain't nobody on any court in anywhere in America going to be punking this dude out, okay, at 6'11 with a skill set and guard skills and everything else, okay? He's in a bad situation. His agents know it. He's not healthy right now. As far as mental health, he wants the hell out, and this is the way that they see that he's going to be able to get the hell out. Mm. And do you think there's a team out there that's going to say, yeah, we want Hell this? Hell yeah. Oh, yeah. This team has come up. He come up. He's out. Trust me. It's All the other teams are clamoring right now. They can't wait to see it. Golden State will love him. I mean, his places right now will take him in a heartbeat. Okay? If the money was right, they can fix the contract. They can get everything with you know within the CBA. He out. Okay? It's, it's going to be plenty suitors for Ben Simmons' talent. Trust me. And there's going to be cities that's going to be. Why why hasn't a trade happened? This has been ongoing since. Because Philly, not stupid. They try to diminish, you know, they need to make it work. They want something back for them. 
They want something back. This is not trying to give it to them, you know, give it to them cheap. They want something back from them. They know what kind of talent they have. This is the LLC part of the business. Mm-hmm. That's all that is. It's the LLC part. But don't act like, you know, Ben Simmons. Let's not act like he a scrub. He's not a scrub. Now, has he not shown up in the playoffs? Absolutely not. Does he need to develop? He does. You know, he's probably out of all the talent that came out of Mount Verde, you know, Academy in high school in Florida. He's probably the number creme de la creme dude that ever walked through that, that are, you know, that spot, you know, that location. And then LSU wasn't LSU without him. Mm. Right. But I mean, he's had some, you know, character things, you know, but he growing up in the spotlight. I think the dude is under 25 years old, ain't he? Um, yeah, I'm going to have to double check, but I think so. Yeah. I think he's under, so he's a young guy. I think you're, you're you know, you're, you're fundamental though. And, developed till you 25 so these hard decisions are tough for even from the scientific standpoint the the young man is going to be fine he's not even in his prime his prime in the nba is normally 28 years old right that window there he's far from it i think he's like at least three years removed he might be 24 no he's 25 he's okay 25 so he's three years removed yeah okay there you go three years removed from that he just turned 25 this year right yeah, yeah, July. So we got, an- got another contract coming, and he'll go to a city and be a mismatch and help someone to a championship. Now, he might not be, you know, you know, the superstar um, that some people want to see him be, but you take a Ben Simmons in a heartbeat. Hmm. Hmm. Well, you know, there's it, – it's – He got LeBron James-like numbers, bro, in the regular season. Yeah, as a team, though, you got to look and say, you know, are we willing to carry that baggage? It ain't no baggage. So you get mad because the dude went out because the city don't love him and he went out and now they start writing garbage about him. And what what has he done? Tell me one infraction has he done outside of the basketball court that requires baggage? Well, it's not outside the basketball court. It's okay. So, so yeah, what's his? He's holding out right now. He's not okay. So, so we can't. So we can't hold out. So he's the first person. He's the first athlete to ever hold out. No, but the point is, is that this is the you only. You don't place like it because you think that athletes are on the same page as you think athletes are on the same. So here's where we disagree. I, now yeah, I see what I'm disagree. saying. This is where we disagree. No, exactly. let me tell you where we disagree. Cause I, I didn't know where we disagree, but now I know. Okay. This is where we disagree. Yeah. You think that, that high profile athletes are common people and it's not, they not, not none of them, none of them rules do not apply. Okay. This is not a blue collar work. Now, is 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 skilled work, right? It's skilled labor because it takes reps for them to do their job, but it's in the entertainment field. So even though they're the end user of that, they make millions and millions of dollars. And Ben Simmons is arguably in the top, you know, two percent of his industry and what he does and what he brings to the table. He's not no Joe Blow. There's people holding out right now, you know, in America, but they're just on unemployment. They could work, okay? They could work, okay? All we do in our lifetime is swipe time for money. That's what work is. You know, the company's aspect is, hey, 
how much time can I get out of you for less money? And the employee aspect is how much time, how much less time can I spend at the company for more money? That's the game. Yeah. That's work. That's what work is. You want to sit here and tell our listeners that Ben Simmons is a regular joke, right? And he shouldn't be home right now. Okay? Because why can't he signed honor, a contract that he don't agree it? with. Yeah, but why? He, he is. He, 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 he's in negotiations, Sherm. So when you're in negotiations, it's not about honoring a contract. It's about leverage. It's leverage. So everybody's going for leverage right now. If if Philadelphia was so upset with Ben Simmons, they could have shipped them or cut them or waived them or whatever. It doesn't matter if the contract is guaranteed or not. They could have shipped them. They could have moved them. They didn't do that because they didn't feel like they were getting a value back from, from what they're going to be losing. And they know as soon as he goes, if he gets a chance to go to a great team, you know, he's a missing piece for a great team that can possibly lead them to a championship. And they don't want to look have pie on their face or look all bad for making a bad trade in historic content. That's that's where it comes down to. This ain't Ben's fault. Ben's the end user of this process. He's the actual product that hits the floor. Hmm. It's GM's battling right now. Philly don't want to get rid of him because they could have got rid of him already. They could have got rid of him. So now they're trying to have a public opinion, which is the fans who think that athletes are normal people that have normal nine to fives and they have a boss they have to listen to. The athletes are more independent contractors than anything I've ever seen ever. Okay. So he in the middle of a negotiation, he ain't supposed to show up in negotiation time right now. Now we, we look at the national football. Wait a minute. Why is that? Why is that? Why can't, Hey, there are plenty of guys that are in negotiation, but still go to work. Because if he gets injured, then he can't get traded. He can't get traded. Sure. No, he got to wait. You can't pass damaged goods on. You can't pass them on. Okay, but at least he'll be able to collect his $177 million guaranteed. You're just mad because he don't need it. The money is I don't, not I don't know what he needs. I don't know his personal situation. Obviously, you do know his personal situation. I have no idea. At work. This is, this, not is at work. What is, this is what is in his future. I don't know what's past. He's not I don't in, know if he's he not has in. money or not. Listen, he's, he's not, not at work. work. I know. He's not just at work. Go to work. No, and I have to cl- I want to clarify one thing. Now this is not this is not the shut up and dribble thing. I want to. It I, is. I want, it no, is. no, 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 no. No, here's the thing. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Two different things because the other the certain Fox News host that told LeBron to shut up and dribble had nothing to do with basketball. That was about social issues, Black Lives Matter. It doesn't matter. This you is this shut is shut up and collect work. Because you're a privileged athlete, and I don't like the way you handle business, and every American got to go to work, and you ain't going to work. Well, yeah, Stop because that man's money, he signed sir. a contract. So be a what? man and honor. Be, oh, so right, now he's signed. not. Now Period. he's not a man. Listen how bad you are. He's now not a man. Ben Simmons, you just said be a man. man. So you got to. You said that. You said that. You said be a man. You signed a contract. Yeah. So what that has to do with being a man? That man's a man. Whether he goes to work or not, he's still a man, okay? So now you're trying to get into the whole little moral compass that this dude 
who's in a negotiation, which most uh, agents will tell their players, hey, we got to get their attention. And the way that we get their attention is that you can't come in to work because they have to be able to understand the loss that they have and your value. And if you do, it could compromise things. So what the what the organization is trying to do is sully his name, his good standing name, because he had no problems with anyone. Okay, he missed a couple jump shots. That's the only thing this man is guilty of, not shooting. That's what he's guilty of, not shooting in the playoffs because he shoots in the regular season, not shooting in the playoffs. Okay, now they're trying to sully his name, and now they got my co-host on one of the baddest podcasts in America, in my <laughs> opinion, saying this man's less than a man because he ain't honoring his contract. Yeah, he is. He's honoring his contract. What he's saying is, is that, hey, I got to be smart about this. It seems like the history of the league is the squeaky wheel gets the oil. This is the way you have to go about it if you want to force a trade when you're still under contract. So now, Sherm Dog counting Ben Simmons' money. This man's 25 years old, probably on his second contract, right? Yep. Probably well-invested because he can stay home. And he's trying to get out of a city that don't deserve him because they don't like him. Okay? They don't like him no more, right? So the fan base doesn't like Ben Simmons. They knew that last year. Okay? This is a Philadelphia problem. This is not a Ben Simmons problem. Philly has the rights to Ben Simmons. They did not have to hold on to these rights coming into this year. They did that because they don't want to see that man shine because they know that it didn't work out. And we know relationships, Sherm. It takes two people for, for relationships to work, not just one. He showed up every day for work beforehand. He did everything he possibly can do beforehand. He never had any off-the-court problems. He had problems on the court. You know what it looks like to me, Sherm? It looks like to me that Philly has a problem with developing athletes. How you have a great dude like this. Now, this is the second time you don't poo-poo the athlete in the last five years. Markel Folks was another one you picked uh, as a number one pick, right? I think Markel Folks was a number one pick. And somehow he left your organization unhappy in Orlando, broken, right? Because you couldn't develop his jump shot, right? And, and, and something happened. Now, Ben Simmons, another outstanding athlete, top tier, coming out of college, right? And you somehow hasn't been able to develop him either. And now it's the players and not the program, not the process. Now, we know you had issues because in Philly, they were saying, trust the process. You got rid of your GM, got caught tampering, wife all in the emails and stuff. So that was dysfunction there. Got rid of the coach. So you brought in Doc Rivers last year. So you know a fish rots from the top down. And now you're trying to blame Ben Simmons? Come on, Philly. Mm -hmm. Come on, Sherm. It's a toxic mm -hmm. environment. 
Okay, I understand what you're saying. I'm not blaming Ben Simmons for the you failure. Did. You said not, Ben. You said Ben Simmons not a man because he ain't honor his contract. He's in a toxic environment. That's what I'm saying. But I'm not. I'm not saying it's his fault that Philly didn't succeed. And you said if he goes to a good team, he can help them win a championship. He can go to right? any team. He can go to championships and one a little differently, right? So, but what I'm saying is, any team that he goes to right away is gonna get is gonna be better. But what I'm saying is, it's some suitors right now who has a little bit of cap room that want him and it will be a phenomenal get for them. And they can easily contend for a championship way more than Philly. Really? Even and with, that's what even Philly with all the pieces that Philly had and obviously JJ Reddick just retired. Okay. Got, come on. Got Philly a, has not been able fame, to put it together. You got a hall of fame coach and you got a franchise now, player. Now, lead. but they have not been able to win Sherm. In the last five years, they had all these pieces before. They let Jimmy Butler sneak down to Miami. They had him too. They okay. had plenty of people. All right. Hey, Philly ain't been good since uh, Barkley and, and freaking uh, <laughs> who else was there, you know? Yeah, you can go all the way back to Dr. J if you want. Yeah. Back then, Moses Malone. What the hell Philly has done? Nothing. Hmm. I don't know. They had high expectations this year. Come on. Oh, they oh they say they have high expectations every year. Right, they booed, they that. booed, and I love Philly. Okay, but they booed Santa Claus and they booed uh, Kobe <laughs> Kobe Bean Bryant. Yeah, well, that's because they wanted him, and they didn't get him. That's and they why. cried and had a tantrum tantrum, mm. and look at it. But this is a Philly organization issue of development. I, I didn't see no player development coaches so, uh, and, so. and getting fired. So how you gonna let a dude there not develop a jump shot? That's crazy. All right. So what you're saying is to boil this down, Philly just didn't do Ben Simmons any anything good. Didn't help him develop. It, no, it, what I'm saying is he didn't buy he into it. the he didn't buy into it, right? Okay. So you're oh, so Ben Simmons did not buy into the Philly process. No, he he didn't, and neither did Philly. That's why they fired a coach and a GM, right? They got a new GM and a new coach, right? And they yeah. and, and he didn't survive. The reconstruction of where the, where they're trying to go at now, but Ben Simmons is not the issue. If you look at it from a purely basketball standpoint, the only issue that we have with Ben Simmons is we would like to see him actually show up in the playoffs and actually take you know trust the process in his development, right? And that's it. He didn't show up in the playoffs. That was the only thing that happened to him. He's not the first player that never showed up in the playoffs. But I haven't seen any development since he was there as a rookie. He's been at Philly forever. Two contracts, and you can't develop this guy? Mm. You didn't develop Markel Folks either. Mm. You shamed two star athletes that came in your program the last five years, and now you want me to believe it's the athlete and, and, and not the organization? Come on, man. Well, I think Foles was injured. When they drafted him, he was injured. No, he was healthy. Then he got injured, and then they tried to rebuild his jump shot after the shoulder injury and and failed miserably. And then kicked them out like he was yesterday's trash. Right? That's what happened to him. All right. Is Philly better with or without Ben Simmons? Well, I think Philly's a toxic environment right now that needs to figure out what direction they want to go from the top. Okay, but you know, if, so, Simmons, if Simmons is at his best and he's on the floor with the other players, is Philly a better team? I'm not talking about environment, just a better basketball team with or without Ben Simmons. I would think so. 
You would think he, they're a better team with him. I would think so. Okay, then why don't they do everything they can to keep him? Why doesn't Ben want to stay there? They like, tried that last year. It didn't work. Well, it's right? hard to win. You know, it, there, there are plenty of teams that are not going to win a championship. So Listen, if you don't win it, they tried year, that last try year and get better. Not trying to be, I mean, they don't have the cachet as um, the Knicks have in MSG to be able to go and be bad for 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 <laughs> 10 years and, and still, still be able to be the top money. Yeah, they just don't yeah. have that. Right. Well, they don't. Yeah, it's, you know. So, although you know, so, hey, they're 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 out of favor. You know, they've done some. They've made some moves, but nobody likes their owner, and that's where it starts. Right. Yeah, you know. But no, but but totally honest with you. I mean, like, look, Doc Rivers came in, and you know, this is probably the first year that Doc is going to be able to. You know, he inherited the team last year, right? Yeah. Because he got fired, right, and then he came in, so he had to inherit the team. We know how that works. So this is the first year of really of his reign, right? To where he had a full off season, right? Yeah. And he's coming into this season. As far as I'm concerned, they didn't get it done. Doc, Doc and them didn't get it done in the off season. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's the GM of moving a big piece like Ben Simmons because they would hope not to have this talking point right now. And they should have had something back for him already. But they didn't feel like they can get the value from for him. So they got to figure out how to make it work. But he was like, hey, I'm tired of getting toyed around, right? So I'm not going to go. I'm not going to be out there, mm. right? I'm not going to be out there because I'm not going to risk injury. And plus, who wants to work for an organization that you know that don't believe in you, believe in you, that you know that has leaked information about your personal business to everybody else? Who wants to go in a small locker room environment like that and, and, and suffer all of that, that heartache? Because we know teams have to be co- a cohesive environment, right? It has to be cohesion with a team, and it has to be a, a great environment. And it's became toxic for one dude, and his name is Ben Simmons. And he don't deserve that. And he's a guy. So he's not going to accept that. And Sherm, I was sad to hear you wanted him to shut up and honor his contract and be a man. I didn't say to shut up. I just said go to work. You said you got advice. I said you were leading to this. The advice piece of the analogy of the great advice you got, God rest his soul, from Mr. Ward, right, was spot on. That's spot on advice for a middle of the road player. If you're middle of the road or lower, right? Absolutely. Okay. But when you a top dude, I'd be damned if you don't T-ball drag your way through the organization to get what you want. And that's what we're seeing right now. Now, he's not as bad as what we've seen in Houston, right? And maybe that's why the deal's not done, because he didn't get that toxic, right? Because he's not James Harden-type talent, right? far as, you know, numbers and matrix and everything else. But he is a talented dude. So he needs to find himself a way to get what he wants and not be injured in the process. All right, so here's here's one of my last questions to you. Wouldn't it be better for him to go to work and still work on with his agent getting out of Philly? It'll it looks good to be there with your teammates working hard, staying in shape and for then who? He you can stay. Why? He's a multimillionaire. He can stay in shape no, anywhere. I yeah, I know, but why wouldn't you go 
and they, and be they, and be with your team and just because they're not his you. teammates no more. That's yeah, but that's his decision for not we, showing we, up. We don't know. Philly could have told him stay home. I saw New York Knicks told Starberry to stay home mm. and collect your twenty six million. We don't even want you in the building. Okay. I mean, look, we seeing. I mean, we're treating Ben Simmons all crazy, but yet if we parallel to um, and, and go up there to to Houston again on the football side, what the hell's going on with Deshaun Watson? Mm. Yeah, well, they you got over twenty counts of possible rape, and he ain't been sent home. And Ben Simmons missed a couple of jump shots in the playoffs and don't shoot and look timid. And now this dude's is getting, you know, ostracized. Crazy to me. Mm, mm. Well, actually, I think, uh, you know, Watson's not dressing. He's on admin leave. But now, but he wasn't before. uh, Yeah, I'm not sure when he's showing up. He was, man, come on. He should have been on the. uh, the list way before he even got there. He should have been on the zip list even before the season started. Okay, but you know we're but we're comparing apples to oranges there. That is a I don't know. Issue. That's a legal uh, issue. But what, but what ben Simmons hasn't done anything illegal. But but so what? But we treat him like he's doing something against illegal. him. But just, we, we, you know what? we treat him like the, that though. Let we the normal know. process play out. Let your agent get the you normal, treated. Okay. So the normal and process is played out. over eight million dollars. He's he's losing eight million dollars because he's not showing up. Yes. Just show up so, and do some work and let your agent get you traded. Yeah, so so obviously because they, they know who they're negotiating with, and he has to, and, and we get it because we're there again. Common folks are saying, hey, man, how can you lose out on $8 million? Because he knows what awaits him. He knows what awaits him, mm. right? I'm not saying that I'll be losing out on $8 million, right? Well, Okay. That's okay. That's Let me be clear. You know what I'm saying? Okay. All right. If, uh, if this is Sean, right, and I probably wouldn't be traded because I'll be there before the lights turn on. Okay? Yeah, I Let know me that. make that clear. I might be making everybody omelets because you know I like to eat. So omelets. And you're I up have early. Strawberry, strawberry pancakes for everybody. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And you're up I'll early. Be there, so I know right? I'll be yeah. up there clearly to get my $8 million, right? I'm okay. not leaving that i think it's funny i just saw a football dude um gosh i forget his name now but um you know they he's from green bay and uh, i think is it deontay adams could be uh, yeah. be be look up that i think he's in his contract year and he hasn't got an extension you know fo- football is really volatile oh, right? that's, that's different yeah an injury can yeah everything right away right yeah, yeah. And, and you know uh nothing he, guaranteed Rarely yeah. are football contracts guaranteed. Some of them yeah. are much few and far between. Yeah. And, you know, they asked him, was he going to show up, you know, to camp and stuff, right? Yep. You know, you know, because he's in the contract year. He should already had an extension. He, I think Adams might be – is he – I think he might be a wide receiver, right? He is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he a wide receiver, my bad. So he a wide receiver. But they asked him, was he going to show up? And he was like, hey, man <laughs> – you know, basically, you know, summarizing what he's saying, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm, I'm from, I think he said Palo Alto, California okay. or something. He said he grew up with no dollars. There's no way in the world that he's not going to collect what he already signed and earned, right? So he was going to show up 
you know, he, he thought it was pretty funny. But, you know, the football mentality is totally different there because there's no guarantees, right? Mm-hmm. Which I just hope that changes at some point for them. Got, you know, just all the risks they take um, and still can get cut. But we never talk about that, right? Mm-hmm. They could go and get cut anytime. Right. By the way, he went to Cal State Fresno, but okay. Keep okay, going. but but I think he's I think he's from I think he's from Palo Alto, right? Yeah, the California, Northern, Northern Cal area. Yeah, yeah. So, but I guess Alto, you're right. He he went to Palo Alto High School. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay, yeah. So I, I think he was just saying. I, I I guess really, the the premise of what he was trying to get everybody to know, like he came from nothing, right? So mm-hmm. he had humble beginnings, right? So we don't know what Ben Simmons outlook is because basically Ben Simmons is an international player. Mm-hmm. Maybe he didn't have those same humble beginnings, you know? So $8 million might not be nothing to him. At yeah, this that's, point that's in his life. I, said. I don't, I don't know his the history of his money. And you know, I, I really don't know that he was, I know he was born in Melbourne. His dad was a basketball player, played professionally in Australia. Uh, <clears throat> not after that. I'm not sure. He's a dual citizen. I know that his dad, his dad's name is Dave. Uh, American-born, but played pro basketball in Australia. Well, we can assume that if you can afford to lose eight million dollars, you yeah. might be okay. Well, yeah, he's you know the first year of this deal that he signed, he made thirty-three million. So you know, I'm not I'm not so worried about him, I guess, to start. And but, then, but you know, I do want to tap into Sherm, like, because this is the this is where it gets kind of murky for me, because. You know, we're kind of talking about the LLC side of the business of sports, yeah. right? Yeah. And, you know, and this is why the fans love the teams, but this is why organizations can always sell you a guy's name because it's levels to poverty in America, right? And, and how rich you are, right? You know, you can come from the bottom. A lot of people say, oh, I pulled it out the mud, right? But everybody's mud different. Right. Everybody's bottom is different. And then, you know, uh, as as I've been told, because I've never been rich, but I heard old money don't like new money no, when you're rich, you rich. Right. Yeah, that's true. So, you know, so it's levels to this. Right. Sherm. And I think it's organizations can play into that level when things don't go right with contracts, because we see guaranteed and we see all this money that people you know, scratch scratchers and, and, and try to play numbers, right? In the lotto, which is big time gambling anyway, right? Yeah. To try to win millions, yeah. right? Right. And and to see someone burning money like Floyd Mayweather used to do or mm-hmm. or you know lose out on money that people expire, you know, to 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 achieve in America, right? Financial freedom. It's kind of hard for us to see that, right? So then we started trying to equate that to a dude's character and how they was brought up and why aren't you honoring these things? But all I'm trying to say, Sherm, is companies don't always honor their commitment to these athletes either. Mm, Okay. Okay. You know? Sure. We see it in football all the time. That's all I'm saying. It's a two-way street. The, the only difference is, sir, when an organization does it, it doesn't get publicized. Dudes get cut right before 
you know, their time for them, for their contract to pay them the most money. We've seen that before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You yeah. take a dude, you know, it's just like, you know, it's just like a, a regular common folk having a 90 day, you know, being at your 90 day mark, knowing that you're going to be with the company and on 89th day, they fire you. And then pick you back up five days later mm. because they didn't want to pay benefits. Mm. Mm, okay. Sure, that happens. That happens, that happens. in yeah, that happens. Our, happens. our country, right? It's one of those but things that, we don't talk about very much. But we don't talk about that, right? right. Nobody says to the company, "What the heck you just do?" Mm. We don't talk about that, right? Company's name don't get sullied in, right? We just say, "Oh, that's good business." Yeah, yeah. That wasn't good business for that man's family who was waiting on those friends' benefits to be able to have medical. Mm-hmm. You like the work because you picked them back up, but you didn't want to pay them everything because you didn't want to, you know, go into a different tax bracket. Okay. We'll talk about that, Sherm. Yeah. It happens to athletes. It happens to common folks all the time. We've seen Bill Belichick do that to dudes. We see guys who get cut right before they're about to get their signing bonus or yeah, their yeah, extra contract or right. whatever. If they're on a, if they're on a team or by a certain date, they get a bonus and then they right. get for the date. Yeah. It happens. Absolutely. Yeah. And then they pick them right back up on waivers. Sure. Yeah, they do. Yeah, it's true. We, we talk nothing about that. Okay. Here's, here's that's all I'm saying. Yep. I, it makes sense. That, that's a good point that you make where the money is concerned, but you know something, this, this situation with Simmons, um, you know, his teammates aren't thrilled with him either. You know, you heard, you, you may have heard what Joel Embiid said about it being disrespectful to the team. So he's the company man. The I'm not surprised. It, I don't know. The optics of it don't look very good. Well, here's the deal. Okay. Let, let's go, let's go into Joel. Right. Okay. okay. Obviously what Joel also said was that the roster was, was, uh, was uh, actually, um, trim down or 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 actually uh, cut to Ben's uh, game style and what he wanted, right? He said something in, on the lines of that, right? The, the the Jimmy Butler left because the GMs wanted to make sure that Ben Simmons was comfortable, right? That's basically what he said, right? And I know I'm paraphrasing it, but but look it up. So that tells me that no matter how great of an athlete that Joel Embiid was, and he's by all rights a generational player too, the organization was all in on Ben Simmons than they was him, right? So, of course, he's trying to get leverage. So he's going to come out and say these things because he wasn't the number one dude when Ben Simmons were there. Ben Simmons were there. This is the omissions from, from Joel B's own mouth that, hey, the organization – Let's listen to Ben Simmons more than they listen to me. So he's salty, sure. Okay, well so now he's trying to get first position. So of course he's gonna be like, "Oh, this is disrespectful," because it never was his franchise from the beginning. And and I didn't know that. I didn't know that until he opened up his mouth. So that tells you what type of player Ben Simmons is. If the franchise was his when he was there. And he was a quiet athlete because he never act like the franchise was his when he was there. Well, you know, I'm looking at Embiid's comments and 
And he seems to think that the teams were built, whether it's a shooting need, and I'm quoting now, this is Embiid or the stretch five or all that stuff. I feel like Simmons always had it here and we still have it. Um, and that uh, our teams have always been built around his needs. Wow. So that's saying a lot, sure. That's what that's, that's saying. Right. So that's saying that Ben Simmons was the man and Joel Embiid wasn't. And the GMs were working it around Ben Simmons being the big centerpiece, right? Or the cornerstone of the organization. And Joel Embiid wasn't happy with that because he was always taking the blunt of everything because he was always injury prone. He was, he was the best ability is availability. And like Stephen A say, availability ties into reliability Mm -hmm. and Joel Embiid wasn't available. So Ben Simmons was because he's durable. He's a durable athlete that just doesn't hit, hit, uh, jump shots and money time. Yeah, it's free throws. And free throws too, right? LeBron James the same way, right? So here's the deal. Okay. Embiid trying to be the face of the organization. Okay. And he a little salty. So now he feel like he got leverage and now he's showing his butt. That's Mm -hmm. it. Mm-hmm. Well, and you, you know, want me to? He also referenced and B did the offseason of 2019 when they inked Al Horford while letting Jimmy Butler go. He said, right. it was not, Yeah, which he seems to think we, he said, uh, uh, even going back to the reason we signed Al, we got rid of Jimmy, which I still think was a mistake just to make sure Simmons needed the ball in his hands. That's the decision they made. Like I said, it is surprising. That's quoting. Great. Salty athlete. Okay. You mad because they picked him over you and now you're trying to get control of the locker room and actually have uh, the 76ers be your franchise for once. And now you're going to be a company man and say everything that the company wants you to say, because if they come out and say it, we know exactly what time it is. Hmm. Okay. Well, they've had some great players go through there, but obviously now Embiid is the franchise. Right now, but he wasn't when Ben was showing up. Yeah, but he's trying to, he's saying that, you know, we were doing everything we could to accommodate Ben Simmons. That's what he's saying is that sounds like something the organization would say. Mm. Why wasn't he saying that when we was going through it? He wasn't even on the court. He was probably injured. Exactly. Okay. All right. All right. Like a company spokesman to me, or would they call that a token? Hmm. Mm, I don't know. I I, there's, I, I seem to think there's validity to it, but I don't have all the information. I, I'm not saying that it's not validity to it. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that sounds something like what a GM would say, not a player or teammate. You're talking about, oh, oh, Ben, come in there, work out, be with your teammates. You want to be around some teammates talking some smack like that? Well, they wouldn't if he was come there. On. That's the no, point. they would. They, no, they would. Know, he knows how they feel, how they really feel, right? This is where teammates talk about things to stay in the locker room. Okay, MB, that comment should have stayed in the locker room. But since you're a spokesman, because you're trying to get leverage, and now it's your team and the company to road you on out there with Rick Carpet and say, say the things that we can't say. And now you think Ben Pose just come back into that environment? Come on, sir. He should not have left, is my point. And and oh. Embiid says, Embiid says, quote, we are a better team with him. There's no question about it. We still hope he changes his mind. That is the GM. <laughs> yeah, that's what Embiid said. I, I, that's I, you can't GM say that's the GM saying it. 
And Embiid, listen, that's Embiid, the GM and organization, understanding now it's cheaper to keep them. We couldn't get what we wanted out of them. Now we done sullied the relationship. We sullied his name. We, we said some things that shouldn't have been said behind closed doors. He's up. He's upset. There's no coming back. And now we want the girl to stay home after we cheated on her. Okay? Got caught. And, and sure, so so let's get into your, your side of it because you always escape, escaping out of these situations here. So tell me exactly what you think Ben Simmons should be doing right now. Well, as I said, you know, we shouldn't even be at this point. It was only a year ago that he signed this contract. And I, I mean, how, what was, was there a point where this all changed? Where, where was it that he said, okay, this is going south. It's not, it's not good. I'm not. He never said up. that. The media said that in his team, his team said that he, when he didn't show up in the playoffs, right. He didn't show up in the playoffs, right. Pretty much laid a brick. Right. And they wasn't happy about it. Publicly. They said they can, they coincide with each other. The media stirred up that conversation. Ben Simmons was at his most vulnerable state because he was an athlete that couldn't perform, right? Not, not, not injured, right? He just couldn't perform, right? So they blast him in the media. You know how tough it is in the media in Philadelphia. They, the, the, the organization didn't come to his defense. They let him suffer out there, right? And that's how the relationship got bad. When, they didn't have his back. So, they so didn't the have media, his back. Sir. So the media said, "Blah blah blah, big deal." They did. You know, in no, that it's interview, not a big deal because they've been saying that the it's whole. Not time. A, it's not a big deal. It's the media. Who cares? It if is you, a big deal, sir, not, because they've you, been saying that the whole time, sure. So what? If you're not performing in the because playoffs, the, or even during the, the season, work harder, get listen, better, and perform not, better the next listen, time. Listen, they couldn't do that because their former GM had what they called the process, and they stunk it up to get all these first-round draft picks. So their fan base was at its end of just being bad. So they somebody had to be the fall guy. You don't have the GM there no more. You don't have the coach there no more. So it must be the players. And then what they did was they got an escape goat. Now, what would have been tougher on 76ers is – if Ben Simmons actually performed, then they would have really had to look inward. But they had a scapegoat because he didn't perform. And the public opinion was that he was timid, he was scared, he doesn't develop. And they let that narrative run, even though they know that he's a gym rat. They know that he's one of the hardest working dudes. They know that he's one of the high you know, uh, class character guys never had an issue and they let him his character be uh, uh, just ripped apart in Philadelphia and they just try to destroy this man's character and who he is because he didn't hit a couple jump shots and the organization never keep to his defense and they put him on the chopping blocks to be dealt but they didn't like what they was going to receive back so they didn't pull the trigger, and now they have him. And, of course, they want to keep him because now they don't want him to be disgruntled. But the but the pain was too much. So he said, it's so toxic there that I'm going to stay home. 
And the reason why I'm staying home is because I got some two-faced uh, teammates and some employees that smile on my face. And then when I, when I leave, they say drastic and crazy things in the media, which we just seen. But yet they want me to play. If I couldn't perform when I thought I was happy, how can I perform when I'm unhappy? Can't do it. Okay. So you cannot. So this is my last thing. Okay. You cannot be healed in the same environment that you got sick in. Let me say that again. It's impossible to be healed in the same environment you got sick in. He got to go, bro. Okay. For his okay. own mental health. All right. Let's go he back. Gotta go. Let's go back to one of the first things you said about the process. Did the process work or did it not work? There's a point I'm going to make here. Depending I'm going to say no, because the process working will be a championship banner, rings, and trophy should be in Philadelphia. Okay. So now the process was a long five-year process of, hey, we're going to suck for a while. And eventually, once we get through that and go through the growing pains, we're going to be a good team. That, it was that, smart. Right. They didn't okay. see the process through, though. Right. Last year, they finished number one in the in the uh, Eastern Conference. They were 49 and 23, one game better than the Nets. So right. you know, I'm looking at that. And yeah, OK, I'm thinking that maybe the process is starting to work and that we just have to do better in the playoffs. OK, so I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. I'm going to one up you. The year before, they did even better until Kawhi Leonard hit that famous shot in the corner. Right. That got him out the playoffs. And then uh, Toronto went on to win a championship. Okay. So it's, they've the been ready before, to endorse that. The year before, they were 43 and 30 and finished sixth in the Eastern Conference. So it was the year after that that they but won they went the Eastern to, Conference. But they, but they went to the finals of the Eastern Conference and got knocked out by Toronto. That's yeah. what I'm trying to say. So I'm just saying I'm saying exactly what you're saying. I'm just saying that it's, it's, they've been winning for two years in a row now. Yeah, so the process is yeah. working. The process is not working because the fan base who had to sit there and see the see Philadelphia stink it up is impatient now, right? Well, everybody's impatient. impatient. My God, yeah, the Cleveland I'm, Indians haven't won a World Series championship since. I, I get it, but obviously the organization has caved because they they sullied Ben Simmons' name, damaged the relationship didn't like what they was going to receive for him because they knew it was too much and they was going to lose too much of what they was going to give, want to keep him. And now they're mad because he's upset because he didn't like, because he got mishandled and he ain't like it. And you're taking up for him. You're taking up for Philly for mishandling him. They mishandle him in the media and they mishandle him in the court because there's no way that a, a person of his caliber should not be developed at this point. Mm. Okay. Hell, we'll develop them at Westcliff better than Philly did thus far. <laughs> the, okay, the media to me doesn't mean anything. I, I don't care. It what means everything, Sharon, right? because no, they control. No, no, no. They why control why even listen to the media? They could, they because they're important, Sharon. Sharon, no, they're important. No, no, no. And hey, what I'm saying is I'm not. You're 25. Me, you're making me, 177 million. That doesn't say matter. Do let me say this. On the court, let me, get better let me say this championship. Let me make some clarifications here. Okay. When, when I say the media, it's not the media's fault. I'm saying that the organization leaked damaging information to sully the value of Ben Simmons so they can trade him and get what they wanted, and it backfired. The media just reported what was told. That's it. It's not the media's fault. It is 
the 76ers fault that this is where it's at, where it is right now. Mm. They just use a vessel, which was the media, right, to try to leverage and, and get what they wanted and failed miserably. Now, the dude that got mishandled, supposed to walk into a toxic work environment because he signed the contract? Hell no, sure. Stop it. Mm. Well, you wouldn't be walking into Westcliff because you filled out the application and you're an employee. If it, the, the environment was toxic, stop it. Mm. It's not healthy, sure. Okay, but you're so you're placing all that toxicity on the Philadelphia 76ers and none of them. Absolutely. You know why I'm placing it there? Because what has Ben Simmons do besides miss some jump shots, right? Which is a skill, which is a skill set that can be developed. What has he done? Mm. Nothing. He's done nothing. He has no off the court uh, problems. True. And he's performed in the regular season. He's a young player who's struggling to perform in the playoffs. You know, and a lot of players struggle to perform when the lights are the brightest, right? So the only thing that he's guilty of is not having a jump shot and you sully his name and, and because you leak information to the media because you know what it was gonna what you was trying to accomplish because you wanted to diminish his his value so you can have a trade that works for your for your salary cap and it backfired in your face. What right? information? Because everybody knows how great he is. What information they, did they leak to the media? There's all you gotta do. All you all you, you just said there do, is nothing in his past. All you, all you have court. to do. There's nothing to, to leak. There's no information yeah. to leak. Let me tell you what they did. It it information did get leaked out, right? Because Joel Embiid's opened up his mouth talking about guys who who Philly would love because Philly's a working you know city, right? It's a hard hat city. It's a blue collar city, right? So they know that their fan base believes exactly what you mean. You're saying, you know, hard days work for hard days pay. This dude did that, but what they made it seem like was he didn't do that, and he did. He ain't missed no reps. You don't get to be Ben Simmons at six eleven, you know, with all this freakish athleticism and skill set, and you know, you don't get to be that and and and, and not miss some reps. You ain't missing no reps, man. Ben Simmons ain't missing no reps. He passionate about that. So they try to play a narrative that they know that their fan base could be easy with and blame it on him. Why things ain't happening. Why things ain't happening is because there ain't enough people in there catching this damn jump shot. That's why things ain't happening. Okay. Things ain't happening because the organization was in disarray. Okay. From the GM, from, from, you know, the coach that they got rid of and everything else. Okay. That's what happened. All right. So they needed somebody to blame for, for poo-pooing in the playoffs. Okay, so who are they gonna blame? They gonna blame the coach you just brought in. They blame him, okay, because he had a subpar game, and they made that subpar game be his whole life, and it ain't right. Okay, mm -hmm. so Philly getting exactly what they get, nothing, just like they had for the last decade, nothing, mm -hmm. like they won anything in the last twenty years, nothing. Okay, they messed this thing up with him. Get over it. Let this dude go. Mm -hmm. You didn't want them. You didn't want folks. Now you done did it to two high-profile guys in, in in less than five years, and you want you want us to feel sorry for you? Hell no, nah, Philly. You suck. <laughs> okay. Philly sucks right now in developing players. You saying that with your chest? I'm saying it with my chest, and and you suck for believing in that nonsense. <laughs> he should be coming into a toxic work environment because he signed a contract. He don't have mental health. 
he don't have a family. Okay, he he don't deserve to be happy. Okay, he deserved to be happy just like everybody else. Don't fall into that. The organization owe him to have him a, a better environment than that, so he can actually do his job at the best of his ability. Mm. Well, obviously, the franchise. They, Philly, yeah, they want to go in a different direction. Have a, have a different point of view, and we haven't heard anything from Ben Simmons. Rivers want to go in a different direction, and they can't figure out how to dump off a $177 million contract and the way that they was going to do it because they wanted things back for it, it didn't work. Mm. So they suck in negotiations as well. Mm. Now you have them. You don't want to get rid of them. You have them. And now you try to hope that, oh, you know, everything that happened, our bag, man, don't worry about it. Just go play. Hell no. Mm. Get out of there, Ben Simmons. They don't deserve you. <laughs> well, where do you think is the best fit for him? Anywhere but Philly. Let's, let's say that from the start. Okay. Okay. And then I would say Golden State would really love him. Tell mm. you that. Mm. Well, Golden he, he a walking triple double, man. You think? I don't know. Hell yeah. He's a walking triple double. Absolutely. By the way, here, here's the problem. He has a sister who went to Arizona State and played basketball there. So there's, he, there's, You know what? His sister... She's just a very smart. I know, also, Brandon, I know Brandon's listening to that. Yeah, also, she, she signed a nice little deal with Clutch Sports even before he came out of college. So I think she's doing well for herself. All right. Hey, there, there's a couple other issues I want to I want to discuss today. I mean, we could continue talking about this. We're going to have a little bit. We different- don't have to because we already know you're not pro player, bro. You pro, you pro organization and you don't care if the, if the athlete fall over and croak. You Billy, just wanted Billy, him to honor just because contract. of this one. That's what I heard. This one situation, you're you're gonna See, groom me. That's exactly what thing. Philly did to Ben Simmons. <laughs> only one, because a couple jump shots didn't hit. Now they just sell his name. See how fast that works, Sherm? I just wanted to show you that that is how quick it happens. And then I go to a news outlet like the Philly Inquirer and say that. And then now it's on record. Now they're printing it. And now you got to go home to your family, seeing it on the ESPN ticker when you dev- devoted your whole life to this game. That's how bad it gets, and that's how fast it gets. And it's a damn shame that Philly tried to do that to that young man who's only 25 years old, not even in his prime. They mm. messed that up. All right. Well, we'll have to wait and see how this all plays out because it, it appears as though he will no longer be a Philadelphia 76er. That Amen. might change, but that might change, Amen. but it really doesn't look like it. All right. Amen. I, gotta, I also have to talk to you about this situation that came up uh, just the other day, and uh, with with regard to Westcliff Athletics, we had quite a men's soccer game against Emory Riddle University in our conference. It was a conference game. The game ended at two two, and I don't know if you heard everything that took place there. We had a, a game in hand. It was it was pretty tight. It was a double overtime game. We should have won the game anyway, uh, rather than ties. And it. Uh, no fisticuffs broke out, but there was some chest bumping. I'll tell you. Did you hear about that? Listen here, um, my my um, or our, however we want to look at it, right? Because I just really believe all these kids are, are are under my influence, right, in direction. Okay, I got a feisty group over there in the oh, mid yeah. soccer. Oh yeah, uh, we we haven't had this many red cards. Now <laughs> we could say they undisciplined. Because you do got to play with emotion and still not get 
some things going on, right? But I think we're starting to get a reputation of, you know, we're going to, you know, we're going to walk it like we talk it kind of thing, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But, but, you know, I don't care about getting fined. Mm -hmm. But I heard at the end of that game, the tied up, it was kind of controversial. I don't think that goal should have counted. Right, right. It came after the whistle. Right. So, you know, I'm not happy about that. I'm not for sure if we got video on that. But if we do have video on that, I definitely want to contest that, to be honest. Hmm. There's got to be a protocol for it. I'm sure there's a way to protest. There is one in uh, uh, in baseball. You can protest in the middle of a game. And I, I actually did that in a game, but we wound up winning so I could withdraw the protest. But uh, there's certainly a way to do that. And, uh, you know, we, I don't want to gloss over the women's volleyball win that we had over Simpson in a 3-2 contest. It's just that that, uh, that soccer game, uh, unbelievable. And we were up 2-0 and they got, a, they got a goal and then they got another one. The yellow cards, if I'm, if I'm looking at one, two, three, four, five, six, seven yellow cards came about basically most of them in the second half and in the overtimes. So there was, uh, there was a, quite a uh, commotion, I guess you might say. And they, they scored a goal in the 110th minute, basically, which was at the end of the second overtime. Yeah, that, that's crazy. Now, I think you got a quote of our our fearless uh, head coach of our soccer program, Tom Lancaster, don't you? Yes. As a matter of fact, I do. He said, uh, and and these are probably uh, two of the best teams in the conference, I might add. And, and there is video of all of this. And uh, Tom Lancaster, our head coach, said we were ranked number seventh in the league in the poll heading in. Uh, I think we proved we're a bit better than that. So. <clears throat> playing these teams that are, that are ranked higher and we're giving them games and uh, we're beating them, as a matter of fact, is going to uh, heighten awareness around Westcliff Athletics very quickly here. We're making inroads into the CalPAC conference very Absolutely. Sherm, let me just say this. We don't own no white towel, baby. No, we, don't we don't own no white towel. So when you come to Westcliff, you know, we really, really love you. Mm-hmm. We're going to respect you, do everything we need to. But then when we hit that switch and we turn into the cliff, it's on, baby. It's on. It's on. Okay. All right. And I should point out, our two goals came from uh, Karam Idris and, mm. yep, and Felix Kogler. Uh, those were the two goals. We, uh, we played a stellar game in that one in particular, and kudos to the men's. That's uh, our W, man. I don't like when, you know, I don't like when the refs get in there, man. I, I don't like that, you know. Those two goals were beautiful. You'll see it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, you know, through the mixtape because that's what we do. We stay gritty and classy, you know. Keep it classy. Um, we keep it classy, but look, we keep the the, the grits, you know. We, we we pull it out the mud a little different mm-hmm. here at Westcliff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, but yeah. but hey, I'm not I'm not happy with the goal happening after the whistle. No, of course not. There's a too much controversy there. There's video, and that might be retracted. You know, if if the CalPAC conference has a, a chance to review it, maybe just, I'm not quite sure of all of the rules if they're allowed to reverse a, a decision like that. Yeah, I'm not for sure, but I must still think that we should send that up and, and, and say, you know, with our give the little hands up emoji and say, you tell me. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. You, you tell me. Yeah. Now, you know, along the same lines, um, our... Matter uh, of fact, I want Brandon Peterson, you know what, I want our fearless, you know, uh, video <laughs> coordinator to do me at one solid is, you know, I would love to see today one of those 
uh, special um, uh, uh, social media things, you tell me is the good, the goal good or not not good. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to see the the uh, closed caption on that for for our hearing impaired everything, and you tell me goal or no goal after he's that. Gone. I would like gone. to see that. Yeah, I would like to see that. And for those, and that I want to see, I want to see what Twitter got to say. I want to see what social media got to say. I want to see what's up with All that. Right. All right. See, we got some support. Should this been counted? Should it not? Yeah, you know, that's a a great idea. And for those listening for the first time, Brandon Peterson is our sound engineer and producer on the show. So he's the one that makes us look, uh, pardon me, sound as great as we sound. Um, And I'm sure there, you know what, we can start a campaign right there. And I'm sure Brandon's on it already with the man. I want to see that happen. I want to see what social media got to let us know what, what, how y'all feel about that. Good or no good. Mm-hmm. Did we get robbed or not robbed? Let's get controversial, baby. Let's do it, baby. Let's throw it down. Hey, I got my fan hat on right now. Not my not my AD hat on. My fan hat on right now. You let me know. Did we get robbed? Mm-hmm. Hey, um, we probably did. Probably did. Fortunately, it wasn't a loss. It wasn't hey, a game. What's your chest, Sherm? Did we get robbed or we didn't get robbed? Because I'm saying we got robbed. Of course we got robbed. It's obvious right. we got robbed. Okay. Yeah. Now, hey, I want to point out something else that uh, happened a couple of days ago at Reading, at Simpson, our women's volleyball team won a five set thriller. Uh, they were they lost the first set, 25, uh, 22. They won the second set, 25, 21 and the third set. They win 25, 19. They lost the fourth set, 25, 20. And the fifth set is the first to 15 and they win 15, 12 in a in an action-packed game with a hostile environment, and they had to drive all the way up there, I think, in order to get there. Uh, they, they got there by bus. Bus broke down. CHP, Cal Fire, yeah, and, and all uh, everybody helped us out there. Great job to to everyone involved there to get our people safe. They were stuck in the mountains, you know, with no Wi-Fi, no cell service, and I, luckily our first our first responders did a great job of getting our athletes there. Oh yeah, it was it, it. It took a village just to get them there, and they Absolutely. were exhausted, they were exhausted, and they just went and they showed out, and they took a five set thriller from uh, from Simpson. And uh, hey, can so- I say something, uh, Sherman? My David Goggins voice about that. <laughs> okay, <laughs> they don't know me, son. They don't know me, son. They don't know who we are. Coming. I knew that was coming. who gonna carry the boats. Who gonna carry the logs? Okay, it's Westcliff, baby. That's what we do. Yep, yep. We go in hostile environments and we we take the 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 belly out the beast, baby. That's what we do. Mm -hmm. Yep, and uh, that's when we turn on that clip. That's when we turn into the clip. Yeah, they don't want to see the clip, baby. In a short period of time, our sports teams are doing very well. Um, Not just non-conference, but in particular in the Cal Pack. So you know, hey, look at the tough schedule that our inaugural water polo team has. Tough schedule. Yeah, oh my god, they playing they playing top twenty-five teams. Every time they turn around, yeah, and they're all playing those, division one, they're, they're division playing, one. Yeah, they're, they yeah. play teams. As an example, our, our water polo team, men's in particular, are playing George Washington University and Fordham. I mean, <laughs> it's unbelievable some of the teams that they're they're playing. UCI, uh, UCI, they, yeah, all McKinley. of them. Yeah, and, that, you know, we beat Biola. Yeah, I said it. We beat yeah, Biola. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. And, but their, their schedule is just off the charts ridiculous. It's unbelievable that they, they're, they're playing uh, a great level competition. They've got some incredible games coming up as well. That is 
coach Preslav Jipov, uh, who is uh, who is the head coach there and is doing a great job, really getting it uh, for his first time out. He's doing a fabulous job. And, and what about their stud? You know, I, you pronounce his name because I can't. I just call him MVP. <laughs> OK, hey, just by call the way, him Gold City. They continue playing teams. They got a, a game uh, in about a week against Cal Baptist and they then they play today. at Fresno Pacific. Yeah, so they got games coming up that you know they're they're still playing Division One, Division Two teams. We don't, we don't listen. Scared money don't make no money, sure. Oh, that's true. We don't share. We don't shy away from anybody. They still they also play at Chapman and they play at Concordia. So I mean, it, it's just unbelievable the games that uh, Coach Prez has gotten together. Fabulous job. I mean, they have a lot to look forward to. He's bringing in some great players. I might add as well. Now, Sherm Dog, since we're talking about this. We did have some players of the week. We had inaugural players of the week. Yeah, we did. You, you mind letting our listeners know who they were? Do you remember who they were? No, do you? Do you have it off the top of your head? I do. We, I just look on your phone, Sherm. We got, we're updated. We got Luca was one of them. I know. Luca Silvestri is, is uh, quite a stud, scoring six goals against D1 McKendry. So uh, he certainly is uh, – Six goals, Sherm. Six freaking goals. Yeah. I mean, that's that's MVP status, baby. He on fire. Yeah. He's uh, he's off to a great start. Seems to be a team leader. Um, As I say, Coach Presloff knows what he's doing. We're we're pretty we're pretty fortunate. We're bringing in first round draft picks like that. We we bring in what, Sherm? We're bringing in first round draft picks. You mean great athletes and coaches? Yeah. Yeah. What what they do, sir? Well, we uh, will bring in or find great athletes and coaches with superior character and they will establish an exceptional culture by making a tremendous impact in the community, which, uh, <clears throat> pardon me is of course, you know, their commitment to our championships, which would, well, sorry, their commitment will, uh, will, uh, translate to championships. You know, our five C's is our culture. Of course, everything we do, uh, is about our five C's. And you know, something, that is one of those things that is adaptable, not just on the field of play, but also uh, off the field of play and in the classroom. Because we're talking about culture and our commitment to community um, and, and championships. You can be a champion off the court as well. And, and you know, champion causes, which we do. Uh, we're very socially conscious. Uh, we're very inclusive. So we're champions of, of um, character, I guess you might say, which is also a very important NAIA program, champions yeah. of character. Yeah, and, and Thea won in women's soccer uh, uh, player of the week, warrior of the week uh, last week Yeah, uh, with Luca. So it was Luca and Thea. Yeah. You know, Thea yeah. Kingston. Right, right. Kingston. We do want to acknowledge our, our superior athletes, uh, both on the court and off the court. Um, and, you know, it's, it's uh, also something to note that uh, we have plenty of teams uh, that are, uh, as a team GPA, over 3.0. So, uh, you know, the, the women's basketball team does a great job with that. The baseball team's over 3.0 team GPA. And so there are plenty of teams that are excelling, not just on the court, but in the classroom as well. And, you know, I, I, when I talk to recruits and I'm kind of veering off a little bit, I, I tell them there's a lot of information, a tremendous amount, but I tell them we have two things as coaching staff that we try to do. One of them is the first thing is to help you get your degree and graduate. And the second is to put the best team on the field that we possibly can. So we keep it fair, but the first thing is to help our students get their get their degrees. And that's what's happening. We have a tremendous, we have about an 83% graduation rate at Westcliff. So 
you know, and and and, and it's is growing. Yes, and, and it's growing. And you know, we're, as we bring in more student athletes, and we're going to hopefully, uh, you know, expand our athletic program because <clears throat> I know you got your eyes on a bigger prize. Uh, it's a great time to be with Westcliff. It's an absolutely great time to be here. Um, hey, Sherm, I tell them all the time. Hey, my job, and I promise to turn average into amazing, turn yep. broken into booming, turn confusing into clarity, <laughs> and turn desperation into domination, baby. Mm. That's how we do it at the cliff, baby. That's how we do it. That's how we do it at the cliff. That's how we do it. I like that. All right. Hey, um, you know what? That whole discussion we had earlier about Ben Simmons, I did that on purpose so I could pick a fight with you. And it's whatever you're a sellout to the organization, Sherm. You don't, you don't love work. these players like me. You don't <laughs> love these players. You remind me of like Paul Pierce doing his, you know, I'm gonna take like Jim Mont Green tall Paul Pierce. They don't love you like Kobe. <laughs> okay. Don't try to don't try to clean up your mess. A spill on aisle five. Let me clean up. Don't try to clean that up. Uh, all right, don't try to clean that up. All right, oh my goodness, you're gonna own this, okay? You're gonna own that spill on aisle five, okay? All right, okay. hey, I'll own it. I tell you, I'll own it. We may have a little bit of a difference of opinion, and there are one or two other things I want to talk to you about, but I'm gonna I say believe in commitment, Sherm. Listen, I gave my life, signed my whole life away to the United States Marine Corps. Don't think I don't understand about commitment. I know you understand what about I'm commitment. saying is. This game in professional sports is a tough, dirty game, bro. Mm. And it's really tough. And the athlete still has the expiration date because their body has to hold up and endure all this stuff, man. Yep. And get That's all I'm saying. Can. Get everything you can while you can. My dad used to tell me that. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm sure we'll have a lot more business of sports to discuss as some of these things develop because obviously every major sport, even some of the smaller sports have their off season where a lot of this business is done and even some of it during, during the season. So we'll be uh, addressing some of the business of sports as we go along. I'm glad we had the opportunity to talk about Ben Simmons and we got some things cleared up. Although some things are still murky, we're going to have to address them uh, at another, uh, another podcast. You down for that? I am a hey, remember. Catfish be lying in some murky water, boy. Some catfish bites, boy, tastes real good with some hot sauce. And as always, I would like to thank my guest host, our Dean of Athletics, Sean Harris. Yay, yay. And the gentleman who makes us sound good each and every time we do podcasts, that is Brandon Peterson, our sound engineer. Beep, 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 beep. And don't forget to subscribe wherever you download your podcast and please leave a positive review on Apple Podcasts. It helps us get the word out about Westcliff Athletics and we thank you for your support. And keep an eye out for the next podcast.